Hello and welcome to another episode of The Local Gossip. Um, I'm your local host for this episode. My name is Dan Hassan um, and I have with me today two people who are a bit of a mystery to me over the past year. I saw sporadically uh, dotted around and one of them I've been bumping into mainly in uh, around cryptography and podcasts. <laughs> so I'm super excited to learn more about um, both of them. Before I get into it, um, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional original landowners of the land on which I'm recording, which is Nam, otherwise known as Melbourne in Australia. Um, this land was uh, the land of the Wurundjeri people, which I mentioned in a previous episode that Wurun is the white river gum and Dri is the grub that lives in the white gum. And it's part of the welcome to country that um, indigenous folk here do from the Wurundjeri tribe. Part of what they um, talk about is uh, one of the turns of phrase is uh, visitors to this zone are welcome to um, anything from the tops of the mana tree all, all the way through to the roots. But you're invited to only um, take what you can give back. And yeah, I've, I've been reading my um, kids a book recently and that kind of stuck with me um, something around conversations that are happening within cipher space around value flows and contributions and that type of thing and that seems to coincide quite nicely with um, some of the work which I've discovered about um, Kat who I've just uh, connected with in the past two weeks and cryptics um, so with no further ado I'd like to invite either Cryptics or Kat, either one of you can say hello and maybe a small introduction. Yeah, no, I would start. Hi, uh, I'm Katze, I'm Katia. Uh, I'm based in Hamburg, uh, quite a long time now. And I'm doing a lot of different stuff, mostly around language and uh, less hierarchical and less discriminating environments. Um, and I was studying theatre directing for some time ago, so that's maybe. Okay, yeah. Hello, I'm Henry, or Cryptics. Um, I'm also based in Hamburg. I'm not that big of a traveler, to be honest, um, but I like I like living in Hamburg. I like the at least the the, the harbour aspects and the, the traveling and the, the supposed openness of the city is something I very much value a lot and. Yeah, like Dan said, I'm, I'm a software writer, so to speak. I like cryptography a lot and what it empowers people with. Um, yeah, and for the last year or so, I've been working with Katia and uh, some other people on, on Talonet. And yeah, let's see. Actually, that's a really nice um, segue into... Um, so, Talonet, I thought it was pronounced Tailnet. But um, <laughs> that's such, such okay. When you talk to is, people, yeah. <laughs> could you could you um give a because it's something which Pete, speaking from my personal opinion, I have seen um I've seen references to it throughout um cipher space over the last year, and I have to profess that um it wasn't until 
um, speaking with um, Katia and you, uh, Cryptics, in private message that I kind of backtrace through to the description on the prototype fund. Could you explain more about the project and and um, some of how it got started? <laughs> yeah, so uh, <clears throat> how, how it started is, I think it was kind of an idea um, that was there for some time that there might be space needed where people can put ideas that they think um, are worth to be realized, but uh, they don't have this time or skills to do so. Um, and then there was a, I don't know, kind of huge, huge collective project at uh, Chaos Communication Congress in, I think, 2016, it was. So the last one in Hamburg. And it was a huge game about skit sharing and uh, revolutionary narratives and a lot of other stuff. And in there, I don't know, maybe four weeks before Congress or something, I recognized that this idea might really fit into the game we were uh, working on. Uh, actually, it was no game, uh, important to say. Um, <clears throat> And then somebody mentioned, like, ah, oh, yeah, mm, there's cryptics around in Hamburg, and he is into something. Mm, I don't really know what it is, but it feels like <laughs> it might be interesting to think about both together. And so, I don't know, three weeks before Congress, I met cryptics at art school party somehow in the night, and we were talking about this idea. And then he explained me a bit about Scatterbutt. And then after 30 minutes or something, we were both, like, really up to do stuff. And then... Uh, Lurok also joined, who was also part of the project team together with Baldo, so we are four people. And then Lurok and Henry left all social situations for two weeks and kind of, yeah, maybe now you can talk about it, what you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, let's see. So, like I said, Hey, hang on. Just b before you go into it, what, um, when you say you happened to bump in at a party, was did you, are you talking about serendipity or you kind of knew you'd meet? I love these moments of seeming potential um, coincidence, but that can be quite uh, powerful and potent. Yeah, it was less, yeah. less coincidental yeah. too. Uh, it was a friend of ours that, that knew me before and he knew I was into decentralization and so he wrote me this really, uh, I think it was kind of on absicht. Uh, uh, on purpose. Yeah. yeah, it was on purpose, yeah. but still to be to be really yeah, fine with it. Visit. Yeah, I think he told us that we should meet and yeah. then I was kind of kind of assuming to, that we would both be on that party. So I proposed that party in <laughs> the like more or less like hack space at Art School University. So there is like a small computer area at Art School University and I thought to meet you maybe there and then we met there. But it was kind of on purpose. Yeah. Somebody Thank you for sharing that. I, I I love the idea of um, these types of projects brewing and pollinating in those types of zones. Makes me think of that um, Emma Goldman quote of um, "If I can't dance, it's not my revolution." And the fact that we're having these types of discussions at parties is super. Yeah. Sorry, cryptics. I interrupted you for something yeah. whimsical, but no, it's totally fine. But, um, yeah. So so this friend of of ours approached me and he was like, ah, this crazy idea of, of some kind of like, imagine Craigslist, but decentralized and you don't know how to do it. And he, he was talking about IPFS and other stuff. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. At that time I've been on SSB, I think. 
for at least one and a half years. Um, but it felt, felt so new and so, 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 um, I don't know how to say it. It's like, like this diamond that I have in my pocket and I'm really shy to show it around because I don't know if it's good enough yet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we, we had this idea to do this, do this, this, yeah, implement the Talonet proof of concept, so to speak, for this Congress thing. I mean, like two weeks in before the Congress, it was like totally mayhem and, and mm-hmm. it, it showed in the, in the, in the result that, um, it was still fun to do and people, I think, rocked the idea, but the way we did it, it was not just not ready yet and was totally unstable and <laughs> terrible, but, but people liked the, liked the idea. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, I was not at all part of it, but somehow Lurok was then coming over with a small bike during Congress preparation to where I was with like some people talking about no game and huge challenges that we have to build up at Congress and all stuff. Then he came showing me some things and I was really into, no, I want to do the like communication for interface. No, I want to talk about language a lot. So, but not now, but soon. So there was not at all any time to like really work on it. Um, And then, I don't know. Yeah. Prototype fund appeared. It's uh, funding from uh, ministry of research and education and open knowledge uh, foundation. And somehow I was really confident of applying for money with the idea. And I somehow proposed to do it. And then we spent really three days of conceptual thinking and writing this application and really were serious working on it for some time. And then suddenly we got this funding, which was really weird because um, I got a lot of arts funding. Uh, I was applying for a lot of arts funding and never get any, any. And then it was really weird for me to have this like software funding. Um, and then hey, I started. So good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you had that gut feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's cool. And then I don't know for me. Then there was like the most learning intense half year that started when we started to work on Talonet because then uh, I really had to understand Scatterbug and. Uh, developing software and a process together with other people, which I never did before, and learning to use Git and a lot of other things I never did before. And I was really like uh, asking a lot of questions. And I mean, it was really an intense time. I think we were, I don't know yet to this point, but a really ambitious project because we were like five people at that point. And this, the money was for half a year. And so we spent maybe two <laughs> or three months in the conceptual phase still thinking, oh, no, we have to, but let's think about if we still yeah. can do. And, and the, 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 yeah, the, the, the whole deadline thing that we had to show something at the end and get something and con- done. And Congress in between that, also like yes, next Congress the next in between Congress that. Was also in between that, yes. Um, and a it's lot so, of projects. It's so hard. Like, um, I don't know how much you both, and Cryptics, I know you know a bit more about Dark Crystal and MMT, but in all honesty, we um, were doing conceptual, um, following our gut for almost a year. And then we finally, when we zoomed in on what we were doing, we were actually only coding for about three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really difficult to create something new under time pressure. Mm-hmm. It's um, that you shipped or uh, produced anything at all within six months to me is quite phenomenal. Um, I mean, it was a lot. I think for me, it took me, there were this like 
he's like six weeks or something. Where I was trying to find out about the language of Talinet, and I was totally like, how to make things. And, yeah, uh, so I found out about, ah, okay, so if I have a word on this button, then I also have to think how I can use this word in explaining texts. And then um, is it like active or passive as a verb and how to, I don't know, how to name areas in Talinet. And then I wasn't able to produce any word at all because I was just having a lot of paper around me and thinking about words and then coming over. So we were working in the living room of my flat. So we were renting a room in my flat to, to work there. So I was just getting up, switching to the other room and starting to work. And then ah, I thought about this word yesterday for a really long time. What do you think? So that was mostly for me, like state of working for some weeks. Um, and then I don't know. Yeah, we kind of we kind of got a lot of interesting feedback after this half year. We did some like testing at at Congress then the first one in Leipzig last year. Um, and since then, there are some really obvious features for me that we could implement. There are some seemingly really obvious technical things people want to talk about and. Uh, we are all in really different situations now. So two of, two of us finishing studies and a lot of like other things also that are happening. And I was traveling a lot in the summer. So right now it's really hard to find out how to work on it and how to work also in this like we need to do conceptual thinking a lot again, but there's not the space. And also we feel that we need to catch up with broken things right now. It's like the text is not, not at, like in the onboarding. It's really hard right now how it's not... Uh, working and we know about it and we want to change stuff so it's really like pressuring also right now yeah. as Noffel said in uh, the second episode in which I was the local host computers are hard yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. hey so um, let me backtrack slightly and um, can I uh, relay to you what I think uh, Talinet does yes please mm -hmm. yeah, cool. um, so it's a system built on top of um, the Scuttlebutt protocol. So it's a, it's, a, I'm guessing a um, user-facing client interface where it's kind of like a distributed peer-to-peer -peer Craigslist where people are probably listing um, skills. Um, that's kind of where my conceptual frame for it is at the moment. What am I missing? Or have I completely missed the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the basically two parts right now to it. To you, you define your own skills, and um, then you can browse ideas or publish ideas, um, but also with other skills. And so this it's this amorph cloud of, of skills and ideas that is <laughs> from 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 my perspective a bit too hard to navigate. I would like to improve it, um, but yeah, like Matthias said, it's a bit difficult to to find the time to really think time into it to improve it right now. It's, so we are into struggling with maintenance and yeah. But yeah. So. Yeah, I mean what I would say is there right now, because I don't it's also a question what is Talinet? Is Talinet like the concept of what's uh, what becomes visible there for a bit or is Talinet what's right now existing as a client? So um, for me what's there right now is a client where you have your identity and you're able to define skills that you have. Either they're already there or you can add them. So um, you can define whatever you think is a skill you have. And then everybody's able to publish ideas and to tag um, the ideas with skills that might be asked 
us to realize it. So you can publish an idea that says, okay, somehow somebody should improve this and that, and the skill concepting and the skill uh, project management might be needed. And if you publish this idea, then all the people that have the skill project management, management will see it if they uh, pull ideas from the network. So it's basically the idea to match skills and ideas without making the people having a lot to do with their identities and profiles. So I was really saying like, okay, we won't give people the possibility to follow each other, which, which is kind of problematic because of how uh, Scuttlebutt works <laughs> itself. So um, I don't know, like the point where you can see other identities in Harlanet is if you found an idea that you think is interesting and then you click think about it, that means to associate with this idea. And then you can share your thoughts on this idea. And there is a point where you can see other people if they, if they get active on an idea and uh, post something there. So that's the state right now. And I think maybe to add, we're really aware of that uh, uh, location would make sense to add to ideas and maybe also time uh, or date because a lot of people were thinking about like a lot of people found Talonet and then kind of thought it's the perfect co collaboration software for collective projects. Everybody was was hoping for this yeah. thing everybody yeah. is waiting for right now. So and then we always had to say no no so you're not like only using it with your community or your group but you're more or less in there with a wider like there are more people and things would spread also outside of your community if you use it. So um, I don't know. And then maybe what's interesting is the Skilliverse. So it's an area where you can see like it's there all the skills in Talinet are visualized and people can vote um, about the relation they have to each other. And that was the, that's something we have because there was a discussion about no hierarchy in our architecture. So um, we're really against um, using like hi hierarchical trees uh, for the skills and wanted to have like a horizontal idea of connecting them to each other. Um, yes, yeah, really messy. And of course, you said you said all all the skills, but only only skill, skills that we. Yeah, it's not all the skills. skills. It's yeah. it's uh, yeah. So that's what's there right now, I think. <laughs> Um, so cryptics, you men mentioned, um, did you use the word ambitious? Mm -mm. Earlier on, something to the effect of it, to me, it sounds, it's an amb really, um, ambitious, um, project. I'd be real. I'd love to hear, um, when you mention, um, people are asking for things, what types of. I don't want to say what types of people, that's not mm -hmm. quite what I mean, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Um, if they were identifying features about the groups or communities or people currently experimenting with what you have produced, could you give a, a um, insight? Yeah, I mean, there are, there are different types of people that are interested. For sure, there's like there are people that are interested around the Scuttlebutt community. That's one area we got feedback from. And then there are people I might describe like people that are in art and activism areas and doing maybe something like organizing community yeah. events or something. So it's like the use case a lot of people came up with was the idea, for example, for like 
Chaos Communication Congress to have Talonet and to have like something like the the event somewhere where people can connect to and and then so that you can like publish ideas and relate them to a place or an event or a special date. I I thought like yesterday I was thinking about this date thing again and I thought it would be interesting to have for example International Women's Day in there and then you can relate ideas to this. Yeah. So that it was mostly people in the not like maybe also technical area but also really like arts people that were interested in it and then there's maybe a, a third area of people I know it's people that are like really awake all the time having a lot of ideas like there are these people that are just having a lot of ideas and they're all interested in viewing Talinet the way it is I mean the others had this uh, ideas of that there's location or time or some like bubble bubble to create like, yeah, like to create a bit more bubble for a community. Yeah, I think a lot of people are wishing for this like issue tracker management thing to like get stuff done and, and say we're yeah. in this and blah. But yeah, I think the way we constructed it is a lot of room for, for uh, interpretation and, and yeah, putting ideas into Talonet about about Talonet for what what it could be. Yeah. yeah, and I think I mean we did some user testing with people that are totally not into computers at all like some like art friends of me that's that's really um i love so i recently um invited my dad onto patch bay so that we could play um chess Mm -hmm. and so far we've been playing well he's away at the moment but other than that we've been um playing chess most days and i wasn't sure how it would go because i wasn't sure um, I'm currently based in Australia. My dad's over in the UK, so it was I wasn't sure if I'd be able to onboard um, kind of over the phone. So this kind of it, yeah, it was fine. It was like it 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 took some. It wasn't as simple as clicking a few buttons, um, and it spanned a few days. But we both wanted to play chess, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, how have your experiences of um, yeah. communicating and onboarding people who you wouldn't typically classify as technical. Although I can hear Zach in the back of my head um, kind of reminding me that actually we are all technical and we're all capable. Like in the earlier days of the internet, it was a lot harder than it is now and people yeah. coped and managed. This is why I say like not really interested in computers. Um, mm, so it's also, I think it's it's weird to describe people in a way like this i don't normally i don't like or somehow do like some ironic move if i say like less technical people or something because i don't like to describe people like this um i mean there were two things one thing that was really funny is how our parents weren't able to use talonet because they just didn't know the 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 short key for copy and paste and there was no right click included so they just weren't able to start anything because they couldn't copy the invite so that was one interesting point, but I think okay. like the other thing, what I was trying in, in the description of Talinet in, in the masses of text I produced in there um, was to somehow explain and visualize all the, like the peer-to-peer metric and all that interesting stuff I found in, the, like, in Scuttlebutt mostly and also the whole crypto stuff explain it in a really easy way to people that never heard of this in really one sentence. So that was what I did for six weeks. And then we did this user testing 
Hey, um, come on. You can't skip by the sentence. Do you, can you remember it off the top of your head? Huh? Oh, so, sorry. I didn't, I didn't understand that. Oh, sorry. You, you mentioned that you were, um, after an amount of work, reduced. After the one sentence. No, 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 no. Yes. So, no, it was more like, yeah, I mean, it's what is in Talonet right now. I mean, I, there's all this um, different ideas how I try to translate it. I didn't come up to one sentence. It's, it's like the text adventure that Talonet is right now, what is, uh, was coming out of this try. But like, the interesting thing is when we showed this to people, they they weren't able to do anything. Like they looked at Talonet and read the texts and then they felt like really shy and said like, okay, do I have to become a hacker to use it? I feel like I can do a lot wrong. I'm really scared of not being able to delete stuff. So what happened instead of empowering people <coughs> and um, making all the magic like, easy to understand is that people are really scared of this like thing they are they were yeah. seeing yeah we try to be very conscious about the, the effects of of all the the, the, the trade-offs that ssb takes and so we we put up maybe wanted to put up nice explanation signs of hey this is this this is that mm -hmm. but but maybe it turned to too much of like warning signs like oh god I'm, I'm, yeah but Lots of better, people better be clear up front is, is what I thought. And people were understanding what they are missing also. I mean, a lot of people were really interested in what they read about, but they felt like they're not able to use anything or like do any, like start any action in Talonet, but they wanted to think about and, and they were totally like tired of understanding sometimes. Um, yeah, I think it's also... Like, you mean like inf information overload or yeah, almost like, like overstanding, like... Uh, understanding so much that there's too much did you find the resolution to this was that like first iteration it's still the first iteration i would it say is. and i think what mm -hmm. we also have to consider is that we showed it to a lot of german-speaking people i would like to do a, a second round of user testing um mm -hmm. where we where we take that into account because the, the words of text are totally different for somebody that is native english I mean, it's still that state right now. And this is also why it says in the beginning, imagine this as a text adventure, because that's kind of a comment I, I was putting in there on this. And I recognize that for me, it's not possible to change it slightly. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working on it and thinking about how, how I can't reach all the people. And it's also not about reaching all the people. That's also something I understood in the last half year a lot, I think. Um, and I also, again, understood more other technical things about SSB. And now I kind of like calmed myself down a bit that there is no need to urgently like come up with a new idea, but yeah. take some time to, to rethink it a bit. I so. think it's, it's something that the SSB community at large could really benefit from. I think what's, the, the handbook is already great. I think what Luandro is doing with this SSB world page is looking really good. And I think if we have something common to, to link together, I think this will get easier than nobody has to like, explain the whole thing by himself each time. Um, yeah. Yes, it's certainly something I have been um, playing around with at the moment, finding different ways of um, speaking about, because there's so many um, packed in very dense concepts that are built on top of the notion of peer-to-peer -peer and like various things like immutability or um, 
even think like simple notions like privacy or encryption or um, offline first or local first, these types of things um, we've through conversation or being embedded within these ecosystems or technical, we've kind of got used to them. But when hearing it for the first time, there's so many assumed architectures of conceptual framework um, that it's really... Um, so to, to make this very specific, when I was working last over the last year on Dark Crystal, I really even got stuck on the notion of what does it mean to lose a thing which affords you powers and access because I couldn't think of too many analogies um, where that's the case. So, for example, if I lose my bank card, it's easy for me to contact my bank and provide some ID and get some bank card back. If I lose my private key, um, that's a very different story. And so, the yeah, I'm really interested in hearing s- stories about how people are narrating um, and trying to sense make this with um, new folk. Yeah, I mean, for me, there's, there's, I mean, that's one thing how to explain all the um, concepts, like the technical concepts around, around SSD. But I think I'm not that bad in this. Finally, okay. like I'm okay with explaining this to people, and I also really like to like <laughs> onboard people into the idea of. Like I always call it like peer-to-peer magic. So then my friends know that I will again spread them. So I found out about Pika browser right now. So I, I was introducing all my friends to it and said, I got till here, I understood it, but now I have to stop and we have to find out. And, but I think there's another thing that's maybe even more important is the mindset of communication that, that is needed for some environments. And that is something I found out in Talinet, you also can't do it with words. I was trying to, to establish a lot, like a mindset of your perspective is really worth sharing and you will have some thoughts and ideas nobody else have, has. And it might be like a really great idea for a lot of people and really trying to activate people to share their ideas. But um, I think you really have to be free of, I don't know, like, the idea of being judged for things you write. And then, and then there's this like mindset of it's okay to ask a lot of questions because I'm interested in, a, in like some concept and I know a bit about it. And then it's, it's fine to ask again. And I know that I would help other people with asking questions a lot, but that's not the mindset that people learn. And like, I don't know, for example, in our school we're having right now, it's not really what people are learning a lot. So it's a different mindset. And that's also the mindset that's needed, for example, to get into SSB a lot. So, and that's even more interesting, I think, how to go on with this fact that I experienced that there's a difference and like people are just scared of asking questions and uh, being naked and publishing an idea they're having without knowing about the case, maybe, that the idea is around. Yeah, we all see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, um, I really like that, Katia. The, um, so what I just did before when I said uh, in trying to onboard and introduce, I um, default to talking about technical affordances. And um, I really like then your yes and where you talk about um, frames of mind 
dispositions, approaches, and feelings um, that are also also underpin even engaging with this stuff in the first place. And I think, um, yeah, I've learned something in this moment that I'm not, I'm still processing, but I think you're really onto something by, and I think this is something that Angelica and Zach have spoken about as well. The, um, a lot of the potency of spaces like P2P is, is the possibility that we can kind of grow into um, a different way of engaging that I, I personally haven't experienced for a while on web 2.0, just normal social media stuff or things like that. And I think that's one of the reasons I keep coming back. Does that um, riff that I've just uh, interjected with, is that kind of what you're speaking about when, um, what you, in what you were just saying? And it was that part of the base, if so, um, and uh, was that what you were intending with Tylenet or is that something that you've kind of noticed is the fact after you built it? Sorry, no, that was I, multiple questions in one. Yeah, I think, I, think it's, I think this like rethinking how we connect to each other and um, transforming an idea of so, also like relationships um, we have is something that's not new as a topic to me, but it really changed through the work on Talonet a lot. Um, and I don't, I mean, for me, the, the mindset to have an idea and to share it and to pin it somewhere and to be happy that somebody finds it and realizes it means to be really free of, of, of I don't know, like capitalist pressure, for example. It's for a lot of people, it's weird to have a good idea and to not keep it. That's one point. I mean, we're not used to, like, give it away if we have something. Um, so I think it's a lot about this different, like, relationships and how we connect to each other. And it's, um, it's in Talonet the same as in um, SSB and in the way how people take... For me, it always looks, when I'm, when I'm using Patchwork, it always looks like oh, people are using so much time to write stuff. <laughs> it's so, like thorough everything and for me it really I was I was writing you about this for me it's really a question of how am I able to like participate in this um, but I'm generally having a time problem <laughs> so I don't always want to do lots of stuff but yeah I don't know I mean that's that's a point where I found out that it's maybe even harder than I thought like doing Talinet and then I saw the people how they were really passive because of all the information and of all the like like guiding words to a like open mindset that were in Talonet. Um, that I really, yeah, for now, I think I can't reach. That's what I said. I can't reach all the people. So maybe I have to like go a bit more into the idea of subjectivity, which is also like something I re understood again around, around Scatterbot in the last half year and say, okay, for me, it's fine till now if I connect to people that maybe have a bit of this mindset already so I can, like, find out more about it and I don't have to, like, reach, like, the opposite people of me in the beginning. Um, yeah, and then maybe to add, like, as an experience, I mean, I was also writing the blog posts for Talonet and for me that was really hard to, like, go into developing a software and then also talking about it publicly 
And I was doing it a lot that I was asking before I was publishing things. So a lot of the times I was maybe calling cryptics and saying like, okay, if I ask this and this now, and then related to that question, does that make sense at all? So I, I had this a lot that people were helping me how to like talk about stuff and to get confident. And I think I was already kind of confident in talking about technical stuff because I'm trying to self-educate a lot around it. So I'm also maybe with a lot of power in this. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Thinking. <laughs> broad, broad thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I think reaching everybody's heart, and um, I think seeing what works for whom and what doesn't, and then adapting to that is is the better approach than like have a catch-all at once. It's it's too much. Yeah, and then I I was just thinking it's also a lot about the unwritten things. Um, it's a lot about I don't know. I was just associating how last year at Congress we did like. Uh, kind of bigger assembly and connecting a lot of anarchist people, maybe, so to say. And then some people from the CCC community came and said, like, you're really not an open space. I can't read what's happening around your space. And, and also, I don't know where to plug my computer and, and you didn't mark the power plugs and everything. And then I was recognizing how we're really, like, having a lot of unwritten things for people that are not into social interaction that much and that there was really like a family gang around our place and it wasn't able to easily join us. And it was really interesting to see like social barriers in a totally different perspective. And it's only about the mindset that people are having if they connect to each other. So I think it's in a lot of environments it's a topic. And how to be inclusive with that is like... A huge thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm going to. Um, oh, this might be a really mean question. If it is, you can just say pass. Um, this is something I ask myself in loops, which is if I had a time machine and I could go back. In this case, let's say six months or twelve months, with the learnings that you have. Um, what would you encourage yourself to think about differently or focus on or this type of thing? And more generally, I guess this is a playful way of asking um, if you could uh, give some advice to other people out there wanting to build clients on top of um, SSB, what should they be thinking about early on? And um, yeah, if if that's a mean question, I can try and reframe it. Do you want to catch the ball? From my, yeah. my perspective, mm -hmm. I would say, um, uh, don't, uh, how to say this? <laughs> <laughs> SSB is a wide mess, I would say. All the, the packages and the node stuff, it's, you, it's totally to be expected, I think, that stuff breaks overnight. This happens, happened in the past. Most likely will happen again and ask questions. But the problem is once, if you're still outside, if you don't feel totally included into the SSB community, where do you ask stuff and all this kind of, I mean, the documentation definitely needs to improve. And I had this with, with our friend Bardo that did a lot of the UI stuff. He is, a, he is somebody that like, he, he expects to, documentation to be correct. And if something's broken, he is like searching for the bucket himself all the time. And, it, and, and I'm coming over an hour later and saying, oh yeah, yeah, you just, just check out the, the commit from yesterday that works. And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but um, 
that is one thing that I would say for everybody that's coming onto SSP. Um, yeah, don't, don't, um, or yeah, be, 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 ask, ask angry, that's fine by me. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that would, yeah. would be one thing. Mm, I was thinking, so first, if I would have a time machine, um, that's the first thing. So then I think I would go back to March this year because I did, I repeated something I did during Talinet and I was, I was already knowing about it. So, so I was like going into a project and again trying, it was totally different surrounding, but I was again trying to like explain things to everybody instead of seeing that there is already a community and that I don't need to address all the people. Um, so I would maybe have not repeated that with the time machine. So short stop in between. And then I would have gone back to the beginning of Talinet, which was last year, September. And I think um, I understood some more things about SSP, but I think it will be like this for a lot of the time that's coming. So I think it's it's fine what we did there. But I think it I, I could have been more, it's good to be more honest. I mean, I think I was trying to, to make the people feel the mindset that I thought is needed to, to use Talonet and to be in and around the SSP community and, um, and what's, what's more, like what more community is around there. Um, and now I would maybe just say like, hey, hey, look, you're like entering another world and, it's, and there are some things that are written and there are some things that are unwritten and just go ahead and we're happy to have you here and uh, we're all different and like please feel free to ask uh, or something like this and be more direct with the fact that there are things that people might not understand. Um, that's something I'm, I'm, I'm right now um, having as the, I know, I don't know, like state of, state of insights I'm having. It's like it's better to say, okay, yeah. We are here. We're here for some time. We might have more experience. We might have more knowledge. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, you are new. It's fine. We don't know you. It's and... also fine. We don't know each other. We might not like each other. We might love each other. Come in and, and feel free to ask and to organize yourself and to, yeah, like like be a bit more direct and also maybe maybe to say also less manipulating because all this like game and theater stuff I'm also doing is a lot about also opening spaces where people happen to have another mindset and therefore other experiences and then it's like uh, I don't know transforming like art experience so it's a bit in between the game and just a very everyday software interface um, so yeah I think that would be something I think is really important um, because like, I think, honestly yeah. speaking, mm -hmm. if I gave you a working time machine, I imagine you'd do a few different things uh, not connected to Talonet uh, 